0: <laughs> what you say? Hello, fuck challenge. What? cat. You I'm over time. What? I'm over time.
1: Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey. Give
2: me a call later, okay? It's your mother.
1: I love you. Bye. Hey boy, why I go on talk to me. Out what? All right now I'm active, you know. Right now I'm ready to touch the road. road you know? Just meet me back and let me know
3: how I But how come every time I call you, you don't answer your phone? Like what's the point you have the phone if you're not even gonna answer it? Don't be telling me to voice on these hoes, all right? Listen when you get this message, you call me back.
2: Man, I ain't got time for this. It's starting business. <laughs>
4: talking entertainment, sports, lifestyle, relationships, and, well, whatever the hell else comes to mind. You're now listening to Fully Loaded with Focus JRJ.
2: Focus JRJ in the building. Hanging out here with my man Malcolm Smith, AP. You're listening to Fully Loaded, as always. And to catch you guys up to speed, if you don't know, in recent week, not weeks, recent week, um, QLF just released and dropped. We're doing good on the numbers. Shout out to my man Zeus. QLF podcast um, what else is going on in the world a lot of
3: nonsense the summer's over Did we really start are we starting yes man I, oh thanks I appreciate it I got no no signal, no, we rolling, no. Well,
2: see, see, this is what happens when you have two people who are used to producing the show. Like, one is either a cue or the other person just I, goes. I got nothing. I just started talking. I was like, oh, man. If, you, if you're not going to shoot, I'm, I'm going to stand over your shoulder the fire. Thought you, I thought you were doing a mic check. <laughs> what up, people? What up? Oh, man, a lot of news. Uh, thank you guys for listening to our last episode. They did great. I got a lot of great reviews. Um. People like the last one, man. I
3: liked it too. I think it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's one of and I don't favorites. like to pick favorites, but that 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 was that was some pretty good material. So if you haven't uh, heard it, go check it out.
2: Yo, you know what's funny about the last one? I like when people come back with quotables. There was a few people that hit me up with the quotables, and they were like, um, "Yo, let hoes be
3: hoes," and I was like, "See, <laughs> so yeah, nah, that's how I know when they're listening." When you know people what's so crazy? when people come back with quotables, I know you're listening. No, for real. And, and I, it's funny because you text me like right after the podcast, like two weeks ago. And you – oh, no, you tweeted it. You tweeted it, and then you put it on Facebook. And I knew it was something that we had said here, but I, I could not remember. I was like, yo – it sounded familiar, but I was like, yo, where is this – like, what were we talking about? And then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, got it, got it, got it. But, yes, shout-out to the, the quotes. The quotes means – it's, you know what's real
2: yeah so. the gems the gems of the of the exactly segment. uh what you guys just heard on the lead-in was oh uh, let's shit. get straight to it man we got oh, a lot shit. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get straight to it uh and the, the weekend's over the weekend's over shout out to mayweather fighting for no reason again All right my, my <laughs> man if you're gonna fight let's fight for some real beef Let's fight Did you see it? I didn't even see it I didn't need to see it I, I was in a car I, I, I wasn't going to pay for it yeah. I, I went to sleep I was fighting my sleep That's what All I was right. doing I yeah. hear that Yeah <laughs> uh, Mayweather, Well, you look arrested So good for you Thank you I, I had to get rid of these bags I was shopping over the week, man I was shopping. Uh-huh. You've been shopping I've for, been shopping for Several years now. Shopping, baby <laughs> uh, So yeah, Mayweather fought his 49th fight He's 49-0 and 0. He's, He announced that this is the last fight For what? I don't know I mean, the last few fights I feel like were lackluster mm. And uh, I know you're trying to go out on top
3: but well, pick, who, who, who isn't? though? Who isn't?
2: But like, l- let's pick some. L- l- at least let it be competitive. You know what I mean. Manny Pacquiao. I feel like he should have fought when he was going to fight, and that didn't happen. We. we it was like it's kind of a downpour when he did fight him. It was like we was like, come on, who in that? and then he fought Berto, uh-huh. who is inexperienced. Not inexperienced, but somebody who is you know starting out. it just wasn't the morale's
3: down it's over so I think it's almost like it's it's like you're fighting these people that you know are weak like you're fighting a little person Yeah. so it's just like you know like oh I won I'm beastie. but I'm like but you ain't have no competition yeah
2: it wasn't nothing to to, to brag about
3: like it's no fun being number one if the next person behind you is number, number two but they're exactly <laughs> but they're really like number eight you're just like oh, all right I guess Whatever. to say the
2: least we've been listening and hearing about Mayweather for the last ten years almost a decade yeah. just almost I would say a good eight years so I mean he did his thing and we're ready to move on I think boxing in itself has kind of died down and everybody's moving over to UFC which is yeah. Been very highly announced and talked about, and people are p- pumping it up as well as wrestling. People are gotten back into wrestling. A lot Which of people I'm surprised about. A
3: lot of people have gotten back
2: into wrestling. I'm and like that,
3: y'all grown ass people are still watching the soap opera. It's
2: entertaining. It's crazy. It's one of the You're number right. one entertainments uh, of today. You know, right It pulls now. in huge numbers. Huge numbers. That, Vince McMahon has a beast over there. And That's shout to shout out to that organization so we're right. moving around and while we're in the topic of luck last uh luck was it lackluster um, lackluster excuse <laughs> there you me go. guys I'm speaking of lackluster <laughs> lackluster and luckluster <laughs> while we're in the topic of that we didn't touch on the topic of the mtv awards last week are and, we going to <laughs> was good miley that's
3: and, it that was the only moment that was worth and the day.
2: reason why we didn't talk about it because it was nothing to talk about at this day and age i would like to say as myself being a part of the entertainment world in some uh facet mm-hmm. i'm not entertained
3: yeah, me either.
2: But me, as a fan of like entertainment, media, and broadcast things that go out, I felt that the MTV Awards this year
3: it was very it, lackluster. It was
2: very fired and fired down
3: and warded down. Yeah, it was nothing to talk about. He always does this shit to me, guys. He always gets me fired up about stuff and be like, you know. Blah, 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 blah. And then be like, I don't want to talk about it, though. So now no, I'm more worked no, cause, up. No, because...
2: I'm fine. Let's I'm, move on. I'm going to stick to my word. And then I said it was lackluster. MTV, yeah. did, next year, can you step some shit up for me? Like, really? Give me something to talk about?
3: No, for real, though. Because it, it's, it's, it's really just not... It was worded down. Word. All right, so, let's move on. Yeah.
2: what you guys heard on the lead-in was... Uh, <sighs> that
3: shit here, man.
2: <laughs> ...was Young Thug's daughter saying she was tired. get <laughs> tired. And some, some days I get <laughs> then, like that. What
3: is that? The mother? shit, like, What? <laughs> I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I'm motherfucking tired. What? <laughs> I said I'm motherfucking tired. It goes sit your fucking country asses down. But um <laughs> all right, so this whole shit for, I don't Yo, I woke up out of a nap to this. I was like, Yeah, no, you know crazy? like I was I was upstate. Upstate it was terrible service. So, so I had to like play catch up, but you gonna you gonna recap it or So
2: I was well, how I do with things is like sometimes when you just refre- refresh on your social media or whatever you read by the time that you catch up to the last story, you already missed the starting procedures. No, for and real. And one of those things was I followed Bull Alert on Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, and I was like, "Hold on, I'm reading the story, and it's like Plaz replying to something." And what it was was Plaz kind of defending himself and and re- replying to. Young Thug's message of take down this viral video. So what had started was Plies liked the video as I much as I did when I once I got a hold of it, and it was a <laughs> what it was was a child saying it was tired, and we all find it very amusing once when children. Find words and character how to say things. You find it amusing when it's not your child. When it's not your ca- it. when it's not your child, right? yeah. And we've all done. this, like cursing out of character, and your parents are like, "What do you say?" And it's a little bit funny, but it's a little <laughs> f- <laughs> it's hi- yeah. Then you get slapped in the face, maybe. So this kid was, as you guys heard, child was basically saying she was tired, tired, and mother said what? She said I was motherfucking tired. Right, I'm tired. So, Plies took it amongst himself to post the same video, and he not knowing it was Plaz's daughter.
3: Young Thug's daughter.
2: Young Thug's daughter, excuse yeah. me. He said, "B." Now, all you guys wouldn't understand, <laughs> when Plas posted his message,
3: he always said Bih because he doesn't say the word bitch. Excuse my French. Oh, that's nice. So what he said... That's not, that, that's, I'm sorry. Can we just say that's not, that's not, you know, uh, an excuse? It's not an excuse. Like, so, I, don't, I don't say nigga, but I say nigga. I say nigga. Like what? No, come so, on, bro. So in
2: the message he said, "B" says, she tired, I feel the same way. So no, that's right. How it was taken and perceived in Young Thug's manner as a father, that it was disrespectful.
3: Which I which it kind of is. You so know.
2: verbatim, let me re- re- rehash this and write this out. He says, Biz says she feel like I'm tired. Feel like me, B. Ain't no mistake, bit. Biz digging in his nose,
3: smelling like shit, telling that bit. So I'm like Why the fuck don't you know how to speak English? <laughs> Why doesn't he know how to speak that? What What did you just read to us? Let me read it again to you. No, guys. we got it. We
2: got. <laughs> please don't do that as, to us again. Biff feel like me. bitch. ain't no mixtape. bitch. Biff digging in that nose. Same shit I've been telling a bitch. and that and that's how you remember, talk. You remember the show Zoom? Yes. You talk ubi yeah. dooby That's yeah. the, that's <laughs> what that sounds like. It's like some language just just made up. But it's it's funny because it's it's plaza lingo. And excuse me for chopping that up. I was trying to get it out myself. Um. If you know Plies and you follow him on social media, he he has his lingo and his verbatim yeah. down to a science. He talks like that. He's from the South. Ain't no secret. Yeah. What came with the issue was that Plies, I mean um, Young Thug took it as an issue as him saying bit as reference to calling well, his daughter, his daughter a bitch. A bitch. Yeah. Yes.
3: So, Which was is completely understandable.
2: Understandable. Yeah. And what we got from that was a re- reply and heavily enforced by- To say the least. <laughs> to, to say the least, <laughs> to take down that clip. And here's a little bit from it. Man, listen, I want everybody in the world to at this fuck nigga ply
3: and tell this pussy ass nigga. go take this motherfucking video of my daughter off her, his motherfucking page, calling out her name, it's gonna be a problem. That video ain't down a today um on every nine love, it's problems, bro. Whatever you wanna be with, pussy ass fuck nigga. Well, well um, um... language, sir. How dare you speak to plies like that? Plies is a very well known artist. And listen, young thug, I know you are a rapper too, however. I think Pilates has more numbers in these streets, so let's be respectful of people's respect things. So, um, that's not you, even what caught me. Ah, what caught you? That was that was legitimate. That's public. Oh no, that's real. No, it's real. <laughs> we can go to court with that. No, no. He didn't say these did days was gonna kill him. I, I'm with that. up. <laughs> that, that's what I heard. Should, should we should we run it back? Let's, he, let's play it one more time. Hold, hold on. Pussy, nigga. Gonna take this motherfucking video of my daughter for his motherfucking page, calling out her name. It's going to be problem. If we do ain't down a date um, on every nine well, is problems, bro. I'm with whatever
2: you want to be with, pussy. Well, well, he he said, be he said, he said, but he said, I'm with whatever.
3: When you say I'm on on everything, on everything. Yeah, but he just said it's going to be problems. You know, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton got problems, you know. But it's not on site, <laughs> so we think. How serious should we take this? I don't know. Well, First Plies issued an apology. He said, he spoke to Vibe. He said, first and foremost, now first and foremost, I never suspect <laughs> nobody's children. Never have, never will. He says, I put up an IG post of a little girl. I ain't know who the fuck she was. All I know is that she was speaking on how I felt. Um... How about this, Plas? Ain't no apology, bitch. Ain't no (laughs) apology, bitch. But yeah, basically, he's like, if you ask me to take it down, you don't threaten me to do nothing. Petty. Nook. So.
2: You know what it is? And this is how, and I've been in this situation. I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Oh, yeah? No, no, no. I mean, as far as, like, you doing something and somebody reacting like off site, hard, hard, hard quicker, quicker, quicker. Yeah, And doing. I've been the person that re- reacted quicker to somebody else's reaction. So I've been on both sides of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on one side of, of the spectrum, and, and it's, it's not even about like being gangster thugs, like, but like when you feel disrespected, you feel disrespected. Yeah. So you you automatically act off hot headedness and retaliation in this in this case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think
3: we with what happens is... How serious should we take this? How serious should we take this? One,
2: Because
3: I- these are, I mean, listen, I uh, listen, I don't, but, don't really like Plaza. Well, I'm about to say that. I I, I, I like some of Plaza's music. This isn't about music. It's about... No, but I'm saying, but I'm I'm, I'm about to, you know, do the, like, you know, the, the tale of the champions, whatever they call it. Okay. But both of these are known people, but neither one of these are, like, real, like, you know, like...
2: No, I'll give... Plot... Yeah. It's hard to compare them both because, one, you have... Plaz, who's been out for a minute. And you have Young Thug who's just been out for a couple of years now.
3: Well, the re- I, don't, I don't think this is going to go that far, only because it's... I feel like a lot of stuff... Like, let's let's look at the most recent beef, but this is like a real beef, though. So I don't know if we can compare it to that. But Drake and Meek, that whole beef between them wasn't really a beef. The beef came from the fueling it was from the us, like people. Yeah. Like, I don't think people are going to be fueling this shit like this. Like, give this three days and nobody's going to care about this.
2: I think this may get calmed down because of the way that it's, it's coming out. And how harshly somebody has to calm this down on, yeah. automatically. Well,
3: where is Young Thug from? Do, like, do they live in the same city? Do they go to the same Walmart? Like, will they ever see each other? Or is this is Young Thug from like Chicago? Like, I don't even know where he's from.
2: Yo, you never know.
3: If somebody coming for you and say take well, it down, take it down. Well, the only time they're gonna see each other is at the BET Hip Hop Awards. Well, it doesn't and matter. Young Pla's not getting nominated for no BET well, Hip Hop Awards no well, time soon. Well, so. let me,
2: let's tell you this. Pla still has the video up, and he ain't take it down yet.
3: Oh, all right. Well, let's well
2: then <laughs> that'll get you sent. <laughs> okay. Somebody come see you.
3: All right, it's, don't come for me unless I send for you. He sent. He sending. He definitely send it. No, he is sending. The fact that he still didn't delete it. But you know what? This is where the the, the ego trip comes in. Because if you ask me nicely, like, hey, <laughs> hey, listen, hi, uh, this is Young Thug here. I just want to know if you could please take down a video of my daughter. You called her a bit, and I don't really appreciate it. Then you might be like, all right, I'll take it down. But if you're gonna say, motherfucker, when I see you it's on and popping and whatever, whatever. When well, I'm like, well, now that now that you approach me like this. Now I'm just being petty. Now I don't want to take it down. Now I'm not moving my feet off the chair. You got to find another chair to sit on. So, I mean, hey, listen, Plies, Young Thug, guys, just work it out. Please, let's just all be respectful. We all have children here, and we all are waiting for you guys to release great music. (laughs) Well, the
2: only thing about that is, the funny thing is that Young Thug actually, after Plies had initiated that viral video of him saying that he felt the same way about the child, Young Thug was on it. Clap back. He has another clip. Here's another clip.
3: Oh, whoa, oh, 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 big guy, you sound like you a little frustrated and mad. Knowing damn well you was dead ass wrong, bitch ass nigga. Whoa! You said you don't disrespect a person, kid, but you called my daughter bitch several times. Get oh. the
0: video down, fuck nigga.
3: Okay, I all right, all right. What whoa! F- and this this all happened Saturday night. Like this is all in real time. Like Man. are we watching this like you know like clash like like a game or some shit? This was before the fight, before the Mayweather fight. <laughs> and my whole thing is, first of all, all right, listen, and.
2: Uh, this goes back to that social media. I tell you, the power of social media power is dangerous. social media. Yeah. It's
3: dangerous. Yeah, because before, we had to wait fucking, you know, eight <laughs> weeks for him to appear on, you know, Flex's show or Rhapsody or some shit for him to reply to this. But nope, not with social media. We get it right away. Thanks a whole lot. My whole thing is, what the fuck are y'all doing on a Saturday night that y'all have this much time to be re- writing back to each other, like, text messages? Like, the fact that you just in the crib just making Instagram video. Like, like, I- okay. I'm with All you, right. man. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, <laughs>
2: Can we just get off this? Can we just all get along? Yeah, I mean, honestly, let's talk <gasps> about some, some happier stuff. Let's been some good stuff in the media. Good right. stuff. What's, um, what's going on this
3: week? Oh, really quick, I want to give a shout out to um, Stephen Colbert. He did his, uh, he started his show this week on CBS. Yes, late is it late night? Late show? I don't know. No, is late to, night. Late it night show? is Seth. No, tonight show is Fallon. See, late night is Seth Meyers, so I think it's the Late Show. Late Show with David Letterman, yeah. The late Le- Show Le- <laughs> with David Letterman, so it's the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Okay, but um, no, he did uh his first show. He had great numbers the first night. He brought in like six point six million viewers, which is a lot.
2: But you can tell they were trying to impress people. The first oh yeah, night. no, they, definitely they was packing a mill. No, of course, yeah. I, which you supposed to do on the first show? But they had that awkward little interview with uh with Jeb,
3: and it seemed like they kind of rushed him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh. Time's up. But they said I think they said that that the I I don't know if it was the first show or the second show, but one one of his shows this week were like two hours long. Like he was just going. Like he was just riffing with it. And then he had to like cut out for time after the fact. So that I think that was the first show. Was it? Yeah.
2: So let's talk about who came the second night for that ass. Yep. Who was it? Jimmy
3: Fallon. And who did he bring? The foul pals is in the building. Um uh J T, Justin Timberlake, which so, is which is Jimmy um Jimmy Fallon's like fucking secret little weapon. Like anytime always, he needs to pull numbers, <laughs> yes. like you just call J T. They do that history of rap shit and everybody's talking about it the next day.
2: And what's funny was that they was kinda amping it up because if you look if you watch tennis over this week, they were at watching some, some of the US Open games and they were actually Fallon in, and y- Timberlake were? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. They were in the crowd shuffling, yeah. shooting the shit, doing the shit that they usually do on camera, were.
3: amping the people and people love to but see I them do, together. They, people really do. But, like People you, really enjoy seeing them together. I mean, so do I, but it's like some weird, like people love seeing them together. So
2: the second night of Colbert's uh, premiere this week, yeah, you know he had to come for that ass. He stole the numbers the second night.
3: You mean the third night then? No, no second night. With who? With JT. You mean Fallon? Yes. You said Colbert. That's why I'm like. Oh no no no. Yeah, second. night. Uh, yeah, yeah, get your yeah. shit together. Come on, come on. Come Somebody's on. still hungover from the weekend, apparently. <sighs> no, but th- but you know what's funny about um, Colbert is that he, um, I think it was the third night, or maybe it was the second night. It was one night he had um, what's that man's name? Joe Biden on. Okay, I think it that was, was the third a, night. Yeah, a great interview. It was a great interview. It was, I was actually surprised that, I, like, I usually turn from like. I don't really. When I watch late night, I kind of jump around, but I actually watched the whole interview. It was really good. Really, you know what interests
2: me about this late night show thing is that it's kind of dying down a little bit. And how Think so. In a tad, in a facet.
3: Okay. Some of I don't think you're the audience for it. But all right. I don't think you're the audience for it. I'm not, but I watch it. (laughs) Because I think your life is too hectic. Like, that's for a very stable, work nine to five, come home, feed the kids, watch the news, watch late night.
2: No, I just think that the art of it and, like, the design for it, like, everybody, like, we talk about media. I think people are looking elsewhere for interviews and stuff like that. I don't know.
0: True. Even though I
2: think... I would but, say Colbert and, and him having that Biden interview. Hey was, bro, there's no T.
3: It's Colbert. Col- Colbert. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so just gotta, you know, make it out. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, I think his his skill of interviewing definitely brings out more character to what people are looking for at late night. Like him and, and Joe Biden that night. It was we saw a whole different emotional side of Joe Biden, yeah, him talking yeah, yeah. about his son and yeah. whether he's if he's gonna run or not. So I just wonder like how how much more late night we're gonna get.
3: It's never gonna die. You I don't think it's so. ever gonna die. Nope. Cause it's, it's a staple in TV. It's almost like a talk show, or it is a talk show. But I mean, like a daytime talk show, or like a game show, or like news. Like it's always like it's just this this structure of TV that'll never yeah. die. Like there will always be late night. Now, how it'll change and how they'll adapt to like you know the like well, online and stuff. And is, when I
2: say that, how much of his left is gonna be is like when you have people who he's filling, not filling, but and he understands this. When you measure the amount of credibility and success and structure people like david letterman and jay leno have put into like that type of field yeah it's hard to
3: even like amount and try to you know live but it's up a to different that. time though yeah like we know it's not 92 anymore we know that there's you know just there's more than you know three late or two late night talk shows like yeah. there's a late night show on like every channel now
2: and then after that late night show there's another late night show exactly yeah. and
3: sometimes after that there's another late <laughs> night show so i'm just like i i, I think they get what time it is, and I, and and even fa- like I think Fallon is the best at it right now. But I'm just like even like that adapting to online stuff, and you know figuring out like all right, we got to do some digital stuff. We got to do some stuff that's gonna make its way around the web because everybody that watches Fallon's show doesn't really watch his show it's a lot of online stuff it's and a lot that's of, and
2: that's where i wonder from because uh, yeah. that's like i said people are getting their stuff from a different they'd rather watch it like i watched uh, i can't watch the ellen show but i'll wait until the ellen clips are up the next day to catch it online
3: yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i don't know but I, I think I, that's everything now like nobody really unless you're watching a show like empire or scandal or you know the walking dead or like one of those shows where you gotta see when it airs yeah but like like a talk show, you could you don't have to watch a talk show when it airs yeah like Whatever. So
2: I guess the numbers essentially won't or won't grow enormously, but I think the people are just going to receive it in a different content. So yeah. maybe maybe it will stick around for a lot more longer.
3: Yeah, I think it will. Um, but funny enough, you know, speaking about Joe Biden, it's it's like this weird thing happening, but it's not really weird because it's been happening. But I feel like it's happening more and more now, and politicians are getting it. Like these politicians, I feel like if they don't stop by a late night show or like stop by a comedian's like you know wheelhouse or whatever. Like, they're just not gonna win the vote like even as early as like Clinton and um, Arsenio to like Hillary doing the nae on fucking Ellen I
2: was just about to bring that up like I'm just are like you, are we not thirsty are we not thirsty oh, for so fucking thirsty. We, somebody get her black cl- people, a cup
3: of water black people young people don't be so easily <laughs> bought by this shit please don't please <laughs> do not see Hillary Clinton nay on, on a white woman's talk she show she almost had me and be like oh she down she but one luck, of us
2: luckily I had some she had my black ass luckily when I was watching I had some Hennessy's in me so I not wasn't it coherent. Some Hennessy's. Some Hennessy's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plural. Plural clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Cause when I saw it, I was dying laughing. I was like, look at this arm swaying. Yeah. All off beat. She almost had my vote though. She almost had my and vote. And you
3: know what? If she would have did that, what is this? September? If she did that shit maybe two months ago, if she would have caught me with that in July, I'd have been <laughs> like, Oh, oh shit. But now the the, 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 the Nene is too popular. Yeah, it's too popular. Like it's 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 everywhere. Like that it's so ran into the ground that I'm just like if she would have initiated that before that weak-ass
2: apology she gave us. Matter of fact, let's get to this weak-ass apology. Oh, we have it? Yes, we do. All right. One phone out of convenience that this didn't sit well with the American people.
4: Well, David, obviously, I don't like hearing that. Um, I am confident by the end of this campaign, people will know they can trust me and that the I fu- will be on their side and will fight for them and their families. Um, but I do think I could have and should have done a better job... Uh, answering questions earlier. I really uh, didn't uh, perhaps appreciate uh, the need to do that. Uh, What I had done was allowed. It was above board, Uh, but in retrospect, certainly as I look back at it now, even though it was allowed, I should have used two accounts. One for personal, one for uh, work-related emails. Uh, That was a mistake. I'm sorry about that. I take responsibility. Uh, and I'm trying to be as transparent as I possibly can.
3: Don't try to be transparent. Just be fucking transparent. <laughs> like when you say shit like that, like people be like, Yo, I'm 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 trying to keep it real. Like no, just keep it the fuck real. Like don't you're not. If you're trying to be something, that means you are not it. Yo. So ideally, If you're trying to be a better person, well, that's a little different. Because we're all trying to be better people. But if you're trying to ball, you can't ball. Exactly. Fucking stick within your means. I'm trying to stunt. Then you're not stunting. I'm trying <laughs> like, to be rich. Exactly. You're not trying. not rich. Trying is working your way towards something. Trying is a effort and a characteristic
2: oh, of action. You shouldn't have to act. Ooh, come if, on, Webster. Come <laughs> on, Webster's <laughs> Dictionary. Yo, what, what
3: the fuck? I don't know, right? This is America. This and, then she, and then she said it like it's some some shocking, shocking shit. Like, oh, maybe I should have had a separate email. No like, shit. If your job gives you a work email, let me tell you this. You shouldn't be using it to your fucking Gmail.
2: It's work. Attach it to Work email, even like
3: that. I don't. I have one email address, but I tell you one aspect where I can't compare this to in my life. You don't watch your porn in the same browser where you do your browsing. You have one browser for fucking Facebook and email and research, Yo. and another browser for porn. All right. Let Shout me, out to my Firefox, Hillary. You the type to go.
2: Shopping for guns and drugs on the regular web browser. There's a black web for that. You understand? Uh, like we, we don't got hold the black web. There's a there's <laughs> a, a dark deep web. Low key yeah, web. Yeah, yeah, shut up. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me stop giving y'all pointers out here. Anyway, but yo, she's just uh, and you know what? I like. Hil- she still hasn't won my vote. A part know. of wait. A part of me. Wa- a part of me wants to like Hillary, but a part of me she keep fucking doubling back, and everybody's doubling back this week. You're pissing me off. Like, why are they doubling oh, back? He mad y'all. <laughs> Because it's like freaking stupid. Like
3: it's yeah. like we want to like people, and then they go and do some dumb, goofy shit. But isn't that life though?
2: <sighs> like that's
3: fucking life. As soon as I give somebody to credit, I'd be like, oh shit! All right, maybe maybe you're not such of a bad person. I'm the person and then they open I, their and fucking what, mouth and I they're do, like, Bruh. yeah, I do the same shit daily Bruh. too. But I
2: mean, like, I'm not running. Res- I'm not running for president. People, these are the people that want to be like no, number one of the country. Like, Word. Amanda Miss, Chief. You got secret information just laying
3: around in emails at home on a server. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have wiped the email. What email do you think she was using? It probably wasn't like some safe shit like Gmail. It's probably like Hotmail or some shit. <laughs> no, AOL. She, A com. fucking AOL dial up. That's what she's using. <laughs> you got mail. Like, still dial up. You yeah, know? I know one person that still uses the AOL account. It's her. <laughs> no, so apparently I know two people that still use the AOL accounts. So I'm like, bro, what, the, what are you doing? I guess. But, oh, but what I was going to say, though, was, um, you're like you saying you like you want to like Hillary. Funny enough, I want to like Trump. but I, I want to like Trump too. Did you see him on Fallon this week? Yes. And I was like, "Damn it, like I I kind of like this guy until he opens his mouth and starts talking about, you know, blah, blah blah blah." And I'm just like, "All right, we can't we can't agree politically, but I do like him as a person, which I always feel a little shaky about saying, but I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't I think, think he's, he's a, ba- a bad politician." The part of me
2: that
4: the well, one is a, a bad guy cuz he's
3: racist, but. <laughs> I, well, racist people aren't bad people. No, they're not. But they are. They are, but... They, but yeah, they, listen to me. The part of me that...
2: I, I haven't chosen anybody. Listen, I still don't know what party I'm in anymore if I told you guys the last time. Um, the part that I like about Trump is that he's a villain. He's going out saying whatever the hell he wants and he's kind of opened up these can of worms. But he still has no plan to what he wants to do, which is the dangerous part. Because once we get him into office, what the hell happens from there? But financially, it may work. Now, the issue is... His lingo and respect for people and how he talked to people. And this is my issue with how he talks to people in in the media, particularly women. Yes. I think he has a negative perspective on women and not just the media. He's very misogynistic. Not in just the media, but I think in this world of his mind that men are always dominating the male dominating alpha and yeah. women are always going to be below. yeah yeah which isn't the issue and, and this which is why he keeps having an issue like this week he picked on Carly Fiorina who's doing great in yeah. her in, in, in the Republican Party. her numbers are growing. people love her program of what she has set out as far as her plans and he automatically shoots that down. my man, you can't do that yeah. you can't do that.
3: And I feel like funny I feel like he does shoot everybody down, but I feel like he shoots women down so much harder. Or maybe the story just gets picked up so much harder, like so much quicker when it's a woman. I don't know. I think
2: it gets picked up so much quicker, but I think every story that Trump is in battle engulfed in with is just always yeah, yeah, yeah. picked up. Because he's he's the uh, he's the sheep in, in, in the and the lion's herd, honestly.
3: You think he's the sheep or do you think he's the lion? Oh you're talking about in a in journalist world. In the journalist the world. She- got you. And, and, just and, and, in the political world.
2: Because if you, he's I not think a, in the political world, he's more of like a lion than a sheep. He's not a he's not a politician.
3: You're right. Yeah, even when they fucking introduced him in yeah. the debate, it was he like, looked around like it was Senator like, Who, blah 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 blah, <laughs> and it's like and businessman <laughs> Donald Trump. I was like yeah. oh, okay, I guess he's 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 a standout.
2: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. um, I don't know. What to expect. We have a lot more to go, and I'm sorry that we have to talk about this every day, but guys, it's entertaining. It's star- it's it damn sure is. It's entertaining and it's sad. Uh, so that's what we have for Trump this week in the news. And then we have Hillary, who's apologizing to you guys. And you guys could take it for what it's worth. And I don't know. I don't know if she can still win. I- Honestly, her It's num- too early for me to call anybody. Honestly,
3: because at this point in 2008, nobody was checking for no Barack Obama. It was all Hillary all the time. True. And... Listen, it's, it's a long wait until next November. So Her numbers have tanked a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, having, having all of our numbers tanked a little
2: bit. So, yeah, man, this, this is just a, I understand it. It's just a political thing. And and with Donald's thing, he's just being competitive. And I understand to be competitive, you have to kind of, you know, be out, outlandish. And sometimes you have to compete. And sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it could be a downfall because yep. this is a competitive world. It's a competitive everything. Uh, who doesn't fight to be the best or something or just try to get ahead in life but I mean what we need to realize here is that this is a fight for presidency and we need to get the right people in office not somebody that just wants the office for the title
3: and y'all gotta vote man I know some people don't want to vote they're like oh you know it's whatever blah 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 my vote don't count I'm just like listen if you don't vote, your vote won't count. But I'm just like, and for me, even when I vote, it's not like whoever I'm voting for, I'm usually over crazy enthusiastic about. I'm never like, this is the future. I'm just like, because listen, it's the lesser of two evils. I'm like, would I rather, you know, this person or this person?
2: <laughs> because what it is is that when we get something, we're never happy with it. Never.
3: Oh, yeah, no. Never happy. We're the most unsatisfied people ever. Yes, because when,
2: <laughs> it's like when you start a new job, you have something to complain about or some kinks that you don't like.
3: No, when you first start a job, you're excited. You're excited. But the then, first two weeks, you're like, oh, this is the best thing yeah, ever. And when,
2: then, we live in an unsatisfied yep. um, society, so it's like we can, we're never gonna find a perfect candidate ever. Like people were all about Obama, then now you look at him once he get in the office, they shoot him exactly. down. Exactly. So it's just the world we live in and things we go through. It's and, everything.
3: Even with artists, people love artists when they're on the come up, but as soon as the artist gets a number one or, or they you know
2: or they change something about themselves, yeah, they like oh
3: they nah they nah we not fuck with them no more they whack I'm just like you whack.
2: I mean, we just have to pick the best, who has the most appealing characteristics yeah. of bettering our society. And uh, since we're on the topic of being competitive, what happened over the weekend? Oh, not even this weekend, this week. That was like Friday. Friday, yeah. See, the producer know where I'm going with this. Competing against your relatives. Oh, or, no, that
3: was like Thursday or Wednesday. Was that Thursday or Wednesday? Yeah, when she played uh Venus. No, we're talking about Serena Williams. We're talking about,
2: stop the inside talk, Malcolm. I'm stop sorry. It, stop it.
3: Stop it. <laughs> I know your brain. I know where you're going.
2: <laughs> we're talking about uh, Serena Williams playing her sister, Venus Williams, which is, oh my God. It's so, got to be
3: rough. I mean, they've been be doing rough. it for so many years,
2: but that should, that's probably always got to be tough for them. But like I was telling somebody, if I want to play my brother, I'm playing to win
3: oh yeah no i'm not gonna just let you listen now <laughs> listen i love you you know i'll see you at the cookout on saturday but listen when we step on this court wednesday afternoon it's, it's game time it's all in the, i'm playing you like i'm playing you know <laughs> carly whoever whoever i don't know any white tennis players but i don't know any tennis players except Venus and serena but i'm Andre playing agassi okay there you go there but that's go. a man so they can't play Ar- arthur
2: ash can i give you some like legends
3: no but just give me a, a current tennis player right now that's a woman <laughs> Uh, I, I can't oh, get, okay uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right Venus would <laughs> Exactly, right No, yeah. but it's just like Yeah, so I'm just like No, I'm playing you Like I'm, I would play anybody else So Game on
2: Yeah, so I mean It had to be tough going into that So what ended up being a result Was she beat Let's not say she beat no, she, she wa- beat
3: her Come on Let's. let's, let's you don't gotta make I, it like that
2: I, Let me start out I Started out watching the match Venus was playing Like she was playing I was like, okay Venus came to play Yeah Venus came to play Because you know, mind you We haven't seen Venus in so long and then we have Serena, who's just dominating. Yeah. So it's hard not to look at Serena. So we see her all the time. So what happened to be the result of that was Venus, I mean, Serena came and beat that ass. Conquered. Conquered.
3: In a loving way. In a loving way. How you have to beat your, your sibling sometime, like a middle game of 2K.
2: the next match, mm. Serena came. Mm-hmm. And Drake showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Serena lost. To the little Italian girl who Serena
3: has beat every time she has played her. Because Drake is the fucking devil. (laughs) Anybody on Young Money is the devil. (laughs) Nikki is the devil to Meek. Drake is the devil to Serena. And Wayne is the devil to uh, Birdman. I don't fucking know. But (laughs) everybody on that label is the devil. They are only out for each other. Oh my God, yo. But the fact that, and did you see him in the stands? Like just. I didn't
2: fucking want to see him in the stands.
3: (laughs) No, but you could tell, like, first of all, he looked so, like, defeated because he knew it was his fault. He knew it was his fucking fault. Nobody told you to show up. You're the side piece. Sit your ass in the hotel and she'll see you when she gets back. Like, you don't need to come and be. You ever seen mean girls? Yo, light skinned people are distracting, man. Oh, come on, stop. It. I'm doing But this. they are. <laughs> no, you ever seen mean girls? Yeah. Okay, remember the part during the talent show and the mothers in the yes. audience with the, with the camera? Yeah. That's who Drake is. Like, Drake's just doing way too much. Like, we don't need you here. Just stay your ass in the room and she'll see you when she gets back. Yo, everything
2: was going great. She was supposed to be the Grand Slam, You dog. think he
3: smashed the night before?
2: I don't care. But maybe that's the reason why. People were talking about it was the weather. It was the rain. It was not the fucking rain. Was it even raining on Friday? It was raining the day before earlier. Some nonsense. I don't no, care. Fuck that, we're no. not talking about the weather. We're talking about distractions. Light-skinned <laughs> boys showed up and distracted.
3: And the only thing on the forecast was devilism. For
2: Drake. <laughs> uh, that's my answer and I'm sticking to it.
3: No, I don't blame you. And
2: if anybody has a problem, you can see me when this podcast is over.
3: But you know what? Not, to say, not that I like that Serena loss, but when you see somebody like that, like almost somebody of that high caliber, like her, like, like a Jay-Z. See, wait,
2: no, I'm not over it. Of all, all right, the people whatever. that could have lost, Mayweather could have lost this weekend, and we would have right. been fine. You're right. We would have been, see, he lost. We knew it was coming. Yeah. Serena losing, we all pissed off about She don't even want to talk about it. And then you stupid
3: media people. Keep, Who want to talk about it? Who want to talk about losing? <laughs> I do. <laughs> not, 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 as, not as, not as the loser. You're right. Like, and she basically, and you, you ever seen interviews?
2: People were like asking her questions. She's like, I don't know why I keep asking these <laughs> questions. <laughs>
3: Come on, you better get real fucking confident out here. Like ask me this shit one more time. I done told you the first time. Now stop asking me. That's right. You let them know, Serena. Yo, Serena's not playing. She's like, I don't know. I keep. To- I'm not gonna answering it. Yeah. I'm not answering it. Yeah, I'm not happy that she lost, but it is a bit of like a human, uh, not humanistic. What's the right word? Um, I'd rather see other people lose, not Serena You're right, you're right though But it just makes it feel very normal It's, it's like a bit of normalcy to her Like, uh, she loses like Like, how many else. times
2: did we watch LeBron lose and we were fine? <laughs> you're right
3: though <laughs> You're fucking right <laughs> who, about that
2: How many times we see Carmelo Anthony lose and we were fine?
3: Right, right about that too
2: But we not fine seeing Serena lose
3: Oh, real quick, Um, shout out to that basketball player that died Um, I think yesterday morning You don't even know who I'm talking about
2: I'm mad you're just going to throw that out there like I mean, we're talking to, about
3: basketball Can we have a name? I let me. I'm sorry. You know, y'all y'all know I'm bad with sports. I'm I'm so bad. He played on um, what's it called? The the Sixers. The Sixers. Yeah. Um. I was like, you knew who I'm talking about. Yes,
2: I do. Um. I you, have a name, and the reason why I'm not giving you the name is because when you come to this podcast with information, you have the information ready. First of all, this a- sh- and as you see, Malcolm was motherfucking
3: Moses, un- Moses Malone, one of exactly. my favorite players uh, yeah. ever. He was a three-time NBA MVP. He died uh, at 60 years old, and that's one of my favorite oh, basketball now, players Oh, oh now like, you have
2: that information. As you guys <laughs> see, what just happened was motherfucker talking out of turn. You didn't have the information. Was out of term.
3: I was. I was. You I was, could have at least typed it up and then had it ready to bring it in. No, he, because that's not who I am. That would, be, that would be me bullshitting, and I don't bullshit on this podcast. I bullshit in many other aspects of my life, but not here. And what as I was you guys doing see, as you guys see, we do prepare a rundown, but this shit anything can go. What I was what, doing, whatever, whatever way, for me to use a basketball term was an alley oop. For me to throw the ball up, if you just slam dunk it or spike it, I was relying on <laughs> you. Oh shit! Malcolm's Mark- throwing pins in the studio. So uh, since I'm we're... surprised it hit the mic though. That was actually that wasn't on purpose, but I could have taken your eye out. My apologies. Um, so since we're in the topic of, uh... can I have my pen back?
2: Yes, you can. Thank you. Since we're in the topic of sports, uh, I got a chance to speak to one of the greats, and what happened. What had happened was a couple of weeks ago, I had a little sit down interview at a, a press conference, and I got a chance to speak to Abby Womack who is a part of the U.S. National Women's Soccer Team. Now if you guys are not in the know, she just won
3: Oh, I just say, okay, that was my next question. I was like that soccer team that just won? Yes. You know I don't keep up with sports. They just the, the, Yeah, you, like last this this summer, right? Yeah, the soccer yeah. team, that's our team that we own, that's part of our... Oh, right, it is the U.S. team, right? Yes, yes. But, but I don't feel like this is my country, so I can't say that's my team. So- America don't <laughs> give a fuck about me. Can we go there? Black Lives Matter, people. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Alright, go, go ahead. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> This is this is what
2: happened. Where I had to call my security <laughs> in and snipe this dude off.
3: Um, Shit sure happens.
2: So I uh, got a chance to go to a press conference and sit down and speak uh, to Abby Wambach. And uh, what had happened was, what had happened. You see, my get on this. Um, I, asked, I asked her one of the most important questions to me was about women in sports of today. So, and and which part of me that's, you know, while I'm so riled up on Serena, was because. Of today, I feel that women, not just in sports, but in the society, as you guys can understand my mindset inside of this podcast basically here. We talked a lot about women. We talked about um Carly Fiorino, we talked about Hillary Clinton. And I'm all about women like kind of feeling not only equal, but taken serious because, you know, they are people who have power and they people who have voices and they can make changes, just like we can. What I did ask her was her thoughts on women of today in sports and women who are being accepted in different realms of sports. So with that being said, here's the clip in the interview and you guys can take a moment to inhale that and see what what she was talking about out there because I'm just piping it up and you guys, I'm piping it up a little (laughs) bit, but you know what? I just enjoy going out and getting female voices and just, you know, hearing what other people have to say. So here's here's a clip.
0: Across the street, Serena Williams is going to be going
4: for a calendar grand slam. Amazing, weeks. amazing. You guys are obviously two athletes who've really been able to maintain the height of your game later into, or what would traditionally be later. How has how has things changed so that women can actually play later in their career than men as well?
0: Well, I don't know, I don't know, I know for Serena and myself that we were probably just good enough to be able to play for a pretty long time, and I think that that definitely determines if you can have a long career or not. I also know that Serena is so successful at what she does um, and she monetizes her, her value probably better than any other female athlete in the world. Uh, and so for me, I would never retire if I were her because <laughs> she does so well and she wins and she's still on top of her game. Uh, and I hope that she does so well. you know we're we're fellow Gatorade athletes, and I always cheer for my my fellow Gatorade athletes and fellow uh, al- athletes that I um, represent comfort companies with and and uh, she's just been simply the best, you know and 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 I'm proud that that maybe I will be even able to see her when you
1: know, this,
2: this grand slam thing, who knows? Maybe I'll be, maybe I'll be here, we'll see. Two more questions for you. J.R. Jeter, um, I have one quick question. Oh, recently uh, the Cardinals allowed a female coach to come on board. What your, was your thoughts about that?
0: I think it's amazing that women are making their way now into the male, mostly male, always since been male dominated uh, sports world. And I was actually just having this conversation with my agent yesterday that, um, you know, I, I wonder kind of how you know Becky Hammond and this other woman handle themselves and how they are with with the guys with the with with the fellow athletes and if if they're intimidated or if they say much or if they're just kind of one of the guys if they're just hanging out like normal people um, it, it it will be interesting to see what happens and um, it it's an honor and it's and, and I hope to meet both of these women actually I have never met Becky or um, what's the what's the woman who Jen Walter Jen. Um, I'm I'm proud that they are kind of paving the way in terms of you know they're putting themselves in a in an interesting situation. Talk about talk about courage, you know, going into an all literally all male environment mm-hmm. and being the only woman um, in a completely male dominated world, uh, you know, NFL and NBA. It's special and it and it takes a lot of courage to do that. So my hat goes off to them for sure. One very short question. You've had a lot of success in
3: your career, but since winning the World Cup, in what ways has, has your life changed?
0: My life's changed in a lot of ways since winning the World Cup. Um, I think that the biggest one is that I'm going to have to dye my hair back to its normal color <laughs> because I get recognized way too often. Um, and I know it's going to probably die down, but I don't know. I, I think that we I think that we really... we. I, I, it's, it's hard to believe, but I think that we really did something big. And to try to define what it is and try to put words to it, I think kind of does it an injustice. And I just is, I'm just so excited that we won. And I am so proud of this team. And we were able to accomplish. It's not easy to play seven games and to win seven games and to beat the rest of the world. You know, we really are world champions. And I know the Super Bowl, I know the NBA people, they call themselves world champions, but we really are world champions. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. Thanks, you guys. Thank
2: you very much. So what you guys just heard right there was Abby Wambach speaking about women of today in sports and, you know, her importance, her insight, her thoughts on where the sports... I mean, not just where sports is going today, but where women of today are going. So... Good talk. That was good great talk. talk right there. That was a clip right there. And luckily, since we're on the topic of sports, which I love to do, um, I'm bringing in one of my good friends who I've met in this industry, Mr. Brian, Brandon, excuse me, Brandon Robinson. He is the sports and entertainment writer and television personality. He's also the co-host of Brown and Scoop, which is a weekly sports and entertainment podcast on CBS through um, CBS Radio, and it plays on their network. He's also a digital curator on DJ's Envy's Envy.com, and he's also the television sports contributor on A-Rise TV. Uh, Brandon, thank you for joining us today, man. What's going on?
1: Thank you for having me. What's going on, brother? Ain't much. Uh, a lot
2: going on in sports. Uh, what's going on with you?
1: Nothing much, man. Just relaxing, enjoying a a, a restful Sunday before we get underway with football today, and you know just enjoying the ride. The fall is it's, it's a new season, and uh, I'm excited to finally get out of the doldrums of not having anything going on in the summertime.
2: Uh, There's a lot to talk about, and I'm pretty sure people can always check out your podcast, which is Scoopin' Brown on CBS Radio, which is probably more in depth as what goes on in sports. But I just want to hash on a little bit of uh, topics that we, me and Malcolm was just talking about. Who is my associate producer? we were talking about Serena and playing against your relatives or, you know, just being a woman of today with so much pressure on you. Uh, what do you think today's sports is going with women, of, just women in general? You know, they, we recently just watched last night, a college football game who had a female kicker. I'm pretty sure you caught the glimpse of that.
1: I did. I mean, I, I, first and foremost, i uh, to kind of talk about Serena and, and Venus. I mean, I've done it for as many years as they did it. Um, they are truly the epitome of staying out of Compton. Obviously, Serena and Venus, both being from uh, Compton and, and representing their gender and their race well. Um, not to mention that Venus actually has bragging rights, or rather, Serena has bragging rights during Thanksgiving dinner. But um, I think we're in a new day in sports. I think we're in a situation where um, women are aren't just looked at as a as a as a as a subset of men. I think. You're seeing women dominated. the the, the uh, lady who is head of the NBA Players Association, the president of the Players Association, she's a woman. Um, you have a, a full time uh, woman referee uh, in the NFL. You have uh, a full time assistant coach in Becky Hammond uh, in the NBA as an assistant coach with the San Antonio Spurs and won a summer league championship and has won a championship with the team as well. Um, I just think it's a new day. I think we're more progressive, um, and I think it's good. I think it's good for sports. Sports are are relational and it it shouldn't just be a a situation where just because you're a woman you can't participate i I think it's a good thing in sports right now for women
2: i agree with that and one of the most things that stand out of today is that with the clip we just played um before we got you in in here was uh abby wombeck who who basically said exactly what you said that women of today are just like getting the opportunity and they're going forward with it. And not only are they not only going forward with it, but they're dominating and they're winning with it. As far as her being a champion herself, when and FIFA just being, you know, the U S not being taken serious for soccer at all. You know, we're one of the countries who people laugh at when it comes to soccer and for us to win, you know, the, the world cup, that was big. Sure. So, What do you you see when you're actually out here and you're one of the guys who cover um, most sports dominating from uh, mostly college or you're watching some of the college ball? What's the morale that you feel that when female are probably, you know, working in this environment? Like, I I think it's be a little bit hard and maybe a little bit timid for players to, you know, deal with something like a a assistant coach who's playing on who's working for Arizona this season.
1: Well, I think that um, anytime something is new, um, you're always going to face resistance. Um, I, I remember watching Violet, Violet Palmer, um, who was, a, a, I think, the lone uh, female referee in the NBA, uh, come in and, you know, you're going to have certain guys test you. You're going to have your Kobe Bryant, who you was know, who, very verbal on the court. You're mm-hmm. going to have your... Run our test or meta world piece, if you will. You're gonna have your shacks. You're gonna have your. You know, you, you have your guys that are very verbal. Um, mm-hmm. They're gonna test you. You got to kind of set the pres You have to set the president early. Um, I believe that if you want to be treated as one of the guys, so to speak, you got to act like you've been there. And I think that um, a lot of times. <laughs> To, to piggyback off of maybe Drake and Meek Mill, for example, Drake's been there. Meek Mill is happy to be there. You know, you got to act like you've been there. So <laughs> to, 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 to piggyback off of um, my previous statement, I, I think that, you know, when you have women who are, who are in a respected field, obviously you earned it. You earned it. People saw something in you um, that uh, that allowed you to be in that situation. It's easy to get there. It's harder to maintain it. So I think, you know, in the Arizona situation – you know, she's got to stay, stay ready. And, 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 you know, I remember growing up, you know, obviously being an African-American male mm-hmm. growing up. My parents always said, if you're a black man, you trying to be successful, you got to be 10 times better. That's so right. In the case of a woman, you know, being in that situation, you got to be 20 times better.
2: I could imagine. But, yeah. There's a lot of pressure because, I mean, when you anybody, I mean, not anybody, but I mean, the likelihood to be assistant coach is a lot more easier than you becoming a head coach. I'm pretty sure she wants to head down that path or even get close to it, but even her being accepted to being assistant co- coach is a milestone. Cause when have we ever heard of something like that? You know what I mean? So
1: no, you have it, but I, I mean, we've seen, we've seen, um, more cliche or more, more ceremonial things happen. A black president. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I think, I, I think that, um, all of these things, these happenstances that you're seeing, is it, it goes to a bigger picture.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: If you listen to Dr. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, um, one of the things that he said, which, you know, we still have a long ways to go as far as racial relations, gender relations, etc. but in his I Have a Dream speech, he discussed um, judging people not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character and your character, your work ethic, your, your how do you handle things under pressure? Um, I think that that's where we're going, where, you know, it, it's quite possible. And Hillary Clinton, we could have a, a our first female president. You
4: know? We were so just talking I, I just
1: about that. that. Yeah, I, I just think we're in a different space than we were, than ever before. And I think it also is a credit to our generation. We're now our parents in that we look at things completely different, Gen Xers and, and, and millennials. So I think we look at things a lot differently and, 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 and certain opportunities are gonna just be given based upon just that shift.
2: Well said man and we were just touching touching about that Hillary Clinton. And I'm not sold I'm not on kidding. not sold on her being a president yet, you know what I mean? But just that uh, we've we've reached this place where we're actually looking at her being actually a contender. Not even only her, but Carly Fiorina on the Republican side, who's also making noise, you know what I mean? We just applaud certain things like that. And we just wanna get the gist of it as and I and I thought it'd be interesting to bring you on to see from a uh, a sports analyst perspective just to see how what you thought about it on the take of that since I was able to see, speak to Abby Wambach and shout out to her shout um, to Abby. yeah <laughs> um so moving right along let's not let's not pipe it down this week is the first week of football first week of NFL football 2015 man yeah well uh, <laughs> so we were over the Brady thing uh, unfortunately <laughs> I'm not happy with that decision, even though I have my opinions about that and the Patriots themselves as being cheaters. Well, what are your predictions uh, uh, as far as picks of teams going far this year?
1: Um. Well, to, to kind of just, number one, address your, your Tom Brady situation, um, a lot of people were, were not necessarily happy with it. But if I could just add, I know it's just show. I don't want to take over, but I just want to say I was glad that Brady actually got off only for this reason. Hmm. Commissioner Goodell, mm-hmm. i on record and said this, um, has gotten so many other things wrong. Whether it's the handling of the Ray Rice domestic violence and suspending him after the video came out from TMZ around mm-hmm. this time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, um, if you will, it's kind of going full circle. I kind of feel like. You had to get the federal government involved in order to get Tom Brady to get off. You know, you you had you had to have probable cause. You couldn't say that he had he was likely it was probable that he knew about the, the inflated or deflated ball. Obviously, he knew.
2: But this this and to to even I'm, I don't mind you bringing up that subject because I even saw some ESPN headlines which went dating back to around the spectrum that of Goodell and his just characteristics of you know him governing the NFL. And some stuff that the Patriots did dating for seven years, going seven years with them cheating Spygate and destroying evidence of, you know, different situations. So this ca- this question, should he be a part of the NFL, you know, governing committee?
1: Goodell? Yes. Well, at the end of the day, that would be a conflict of interest because at the end of the day, Roger Goodell works for the owners of all NFL teams. Mm-hmm. And he keeps money in their pocket. Of course. So it's a conflict of interest to want to be part of the governing body as well as the person who is employed by the owners. That's that's a conflict of interest. And I thought that was a conflict of interest when he had that hearing, that hearing to decide whether or not Tom Brady was at fault. You know, obviously you have the the, the, the Wells report and, you know, Wells did a thorough investigation um, into the handling or – of those inflated balls, and it came out in his report, a very trusted um, private investigator, that it was not that he was at fault. But Tom Brady knew that he had other loopholes. He's like the the, the rich kid that you went to school with that you just hate but always got away with it but you mess with him on the low. And it just was a situation that it was going to be bad for the NFL either way because of prior mishandlings of – Scandal. And I think that to, to go back to your point about um, Goodell, I, I think that th- there should be just, you shouldn't cross pollinate certain things. He should be the commissioner of the NFL and you should hire a private arbiter to handle those things. And, you know, Tom Brady got his day in court, in federal court, and he won. And, you know, the NFL will still appeal and Brady will still appeal. It's going to go back and forth all season. But, But one thing I can say about Tom Brady, he feeds well under pressure. So maybe the NFL should be quiet because if they're quiet, maybe he'll lose. I don't know. But he feeds off of negativity and pressure. Um,
2: And and
1: that's my assessment, huh?
2: And one thing that kind of, you know, bothered me was really eerie is that if you're under investigation, isn't it weird that the Patriots were still allowed to go to the Super Bowl with them being investigated as
1: cheaters? Well, that wasn't investigated until after the Super Bowl.
2: Well, with that situation, we had already had idea that what was going on and what speculation was of the cheating. So, should shouldn't that have been like you know Goodell stepping in? And, and I think there's not enough punishment as far as or, or serious uh, activity being taken serious when certain things arises, whether if it's coming down to domestic violence or if it comes down to um, a drug abuse or whatever is being speculated. I feel that the NFL kind of acts
1: lately. Well, they do, but you, you also realize it's just like in baseball where, okay, somebody's in trouble and they get in trouble and the, and, and the Major League Baseball hands out a suspension. Once that suspension is handed out, unlike the NBA, where when a suspension is handed out in, the, in, the, in Major League Baseball, you can appeal it and play it until the appeal process is done. Um, the NBA, you're handed out a suspension. you got to serve that suspension. And you can appeal that that the money that you lost mm-hmm. in the summer during off season. You go to the midtown office in the patent. Um, as far as the NFL is concerned, um, the NFL, at the end of the day, is a business and they have tickets to sell. And honestly, I don't think anybody would watch a Super Bowl without Tom Brady playing against the Seattle Seahawks. It, it's just not going to happen. Of course, Nobody so this was a business move.
2: Of course, this is a business move. People would rather see a Tim... Uh... Uh, Russell Wilson versus Tom Brady, then uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck versus Russell Wilson. Of course, that was that would drive ticket ticket sales.
1: Yeah, so I mean, to, to and that's I guess that's my answer to your question. I think that um, nobody wants to see a a, a Tom Bradyless uh, Super Bowl. It sells tickets, it drives fans, and um, Twitter has something to talk about. I, I think that, and I and I think that that's a similar approach with this with this um. This case. Who's to say that this, you know, Deflate Gate is not going to drive Brady wild and, and propel him to go back to the Super Bowl and possibly the Patriots win again? You know, they've retooled, and you know they're a talented team. And I and I think that, um, I don't know. I I, I just I, I'm a I believe in some conspiracy theories. Just like I think the Knicks have been cursed ever since they traded Patrick Ewing. <laughs> um, and I just think that you know the conspiracy there is in me. I, I feel it's, it, it's quite possible that this whole deflate thing was, a, was, a, was free marketing and free free advertising going into the season, and now ESPN and every other network can market it the way they want to. Um, and, you know, they, 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 can, they can go in and, and, and sell more tickets and get more views. I, I, it's all a business to me, just like Knox has been in Tom Brady. During the season. Before, I could. Before the Super Bowl,
2: rather. I'll definitely agree because, I, like I would say, under Goodell's management, I could say that there was other times where the Patriots could have been penalized for certain activity as far as going down to Spygate. If you're going down to this this particular instance, they could have had Super Bowl championships taken away because I remember where the Steelers were calling saying that it felt like. That they the Patriots knew exactly what plays they were going to make because of course they had people lip reading the calls ahead of time and they lost that championship.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I, see, I see your I see your point. I, I think um it's a lot to be considered and I think it's a lot to be um leery about
2: and not only that i advise people to also go out and read the espn article where they said that goodell had you know people of the nfl destroying evidence not only hardcore evidence of audio also documented paperwork stating that you know that people knew the plays of what was going on and goodell had them destroyed inside of the conference room of gillette stadium but you know uh what are you going to do now they they have all their championships they had nothing's been happening and you know they kind of move like the mob so,
1: in the words of Jay Z, "Guilty until proven innocent." Huh? That's how we
2: doing it. <laughs> uh, you you talked about ratings and uh, doing sales, and Malcolm brought up the good point, and I also me myself also had an issue with them bringing back Bruno Mars. Huh? Yeah.
1: How
2: how tasteless was that? I mean, we we've seen him once already. Why why bring him back another another year? Why? He's safe. To be safe. I mean. He's safe. Oh, he's safe. I don't have I mean, nothing against Bruno Mars. We, we should, we, we, who else could we have possibly done? Brought for the, if everybody out there not in the know, they're bringing back Bruno Mars possibly for the halftime show in the next in the next Super Bowl coming up.
1: As I'm as I'm getting ready to answer your question, you know what song is in my head right now? Go ahead. Anytime your name was brought up, I was acting all nonchalant in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I call you for real because you're the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, like to see Pharrell, man. Pharrell was that dude. He he, he did his thing last year. And he's safe. Pharrell is safe too. I, I think in these in these instances now, um, organizations don't want to deal with. Um, we're on tape, so I'll just say riff raff. And I and, and, <laughs> and I think that and, I, and that's PC. But I I think that um I, I think in the, all right. So when I was in college, I wrote this um I wrote a thesis my my to get up out of college. I wrote this thesis on um uh, the NBA. Um, and hip-hop from a cultural studies perspective. Mm-hmm. from and, and I analyzed 90, about 96 to like 2005. And basically, you analyzed um, Iverson's rookie year. And you remember when he was on the Cup of Hoop magazine? And then they air, remember when they airbrushed the tattoos? Of course. And we analyzed 96 through 2005. So 2004, 2005 was when the brawl at the Palace happened. And basically how the NBA in particular... Um, was very embracing of hip hop, but they couldn't really put a stamp on it. Like it was selling, but it, it was all of the riffraff that comes with it. And then how you know you use the the, the you use the, the the um the dress code as a way to control and a way to kind of bring people in because they had that deal with ESPN and Disney, so they had to come correct.
2: Of course, Could it just
1: be a free for all. Of course, um, I applied both same concepts that i wrote um in my thesis um to the nfl um as an organization who wants to see people with their pants hanging off their behind true who wants to hear cussing i mean to take it a step further who wants to deal with a nipple slip with the jackson i mean that's a good that's a good uh
2: that worked in their favor them. though say that again that worked in their favor
1: I mean it did, but they got fined. True. But you know, so now they're trying to take an beast mode approach. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Of course <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, Bruno Mars is safe, he's clean. My grandmama could watch him, your mama could watch him, your cousin could watch him and then he's just safe and, and you don't have it's vanilla enough that you don't have to deal with... I mean, he might have his, his pants hanging off his ass, but he's not cussing and sticking up his no-finger. And I just think that that's, that's just where we are as a society. It, it's better to be safe than sorry.
2: I could understand your point. I just feel like it was a little bit too soon. And I think in the world of entertainment, we always look for something fresh and to keep it new. They could have went another route and could have doubled back probably maybe not this year, but next year. There's a few other people, candidates like, like you said, Pharrell could have been one this year who had a great, phenomenal year. There was other people, but... Uh, the NFL, they're just becoming like a disappointment on all spectrums when it comes to certain decision-making for me. That's just my personal opinion.
1: My favorite league is the NBA. They still know how to put on a show.
2: There we go. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that right there was Brandon Robinson, and you can always check him out on Aroz TV. And also give him your, um, your Twitter handle and everything like that.
1: You guys can check me out on Twitter. Uh, follow me at B. That's S C O O P. The letter B. You also check me out on Instagram. I always got some cool pictures. Me and me and Jr. probably got some pictures somewhere on my Instagram. It's at scoop underscore b. Oh, wh- check what that you
2: say? Oh, one more. I forgot, man. You, you didn't give me an NFL pick. What team are you riding with this season?
1: I like the Baltimore Ravens.
2: You like the Baltimore Ravens? Okay, is that your team? No. What's your team?
1: Um. Yeah, I was just the I don't necessarily have a team, but I grew up um, liking both the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Jets.
2: Okay, so you can watch uh, Dallas put on that show today, which is Sunday, and we'll we'll talk about the results and see what's up. We'll, we'll you guys catch us catch catch his feedback on his Twitter and see what he's gonna be raving about with Dallas tomorrow. Yes, sir.
1: Thank uh, you so much for the opportunity,
2: fellas. A pleasure, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure throughout the season this won't be the last time we speak, man.
1: My man pots and pans. Enjoy your day. All right, Thanks check to him out. By.
2: All right, that's right. You guys can always check out my man Brandon Robinson on Scoop and uh, Brown. And that's on CBS Sports. That's good talk. Good talk. I didn't talk,
3: but that was good talk.
2: Man, then you're the producer. Sometimes you just bring the opinions, and we sometimes, yeah, like if you you don't you don't gotta you know yeah, it's part of producer. So th-
3: that would see that would, right there, y'all. Malcolm you got to know when to jump in. Malcolm was playing his position. Yeah, if there's no need to jump in, you just you know let it rock. Exactly. There's so, grown people talking in here. So he he's come back. See, now and y'all he... know I don't know shit about sports, so <laughs> I would just be jumping in like a who, <laughs> a Raven, At home? <laughs> what are we talking about? And yeah. I just be lost. No, but um, it was cool. For, since we're on the topic of sports, you guys know. But I do want to say about Bruno Mars, though. I think it's a terrible troll. He's, I, I think I think it's too soon. Like He just did it two years ago. He did it in, in 14 or 13. No, it was, la- this. No, Katy Perry was last year. You sure? No. Yes, Katy Perry was last year. Oh, so brought miss Missy
2: Elliott. Either that way, was two years ago. You know, two years ago. Either way, it was way too soon for me. You're right, it was yeah, two years yeah. ago. You're right. It was way too soon for me. Way, way too soon. Yeah. I, and I agree, and I understand what, what Brandon was saying, that you know they were being safe. And, There's a cost to come and be on safe. Sometimes it gets a little bit stale. Safe is boring. Yes, it's stale. It can be very. I like how we use. Yeah. Two different synonyms for that. Yeah, that was that that's situation. People, there's a lot more talent we could have seen. And I don't know which, if you guys ask me right now at this moment, who could we have seen? I would say Pharrell because Pharrell has been one of the most entertaining people. Uh,
3: easily I would say Future because I'm ratchet. But Yeah, of course you would. But I mean, Future can only be a guest. Future can't be a headliner. <laughs> exactly. Like, he I used can't. to say Neo, but I feel like Neo has fallen off too Neo's much now. Neo's fallen off. But I, I feel like Neo, four years, what is this, 15? Uh,
2: I think Pitbull has fallen off. I wouldn't have liked Pitbull.
3: I wouldn't like Pitbull.
2: Don't no disrespect. Pibble wouldn't fault. He hasn't fallen up. But I think he's done enough halftime shows
3: that for Pibble's uh, done halftime before. Yes, he's done a lot of
2: NBA halftime stuff. It, it's a halftime show. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but Super
3: Bowl is a big deal. The Super Bowl is like four. That's a concert. You get fourteen minutes. All right.
2: So since let's let's backtrack and let's bring it right now. Who would you have rather seen?
3: Right now, I don't know because I I, I suck at stuff like
2: this. I think a great person. I can, I I, mean, I think I think the world is ready just, for
3: people like the weekend. The weekend would be good. Weekend has like I think like eleven singles in like the 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 top twenty or some shit like that. But some, the, something just, crazy. They're like looking that.
2: for superstar quality, and I think the weekend is but, but you, uh, accepted and perceived enough to you know be liked by. The Super Bowl nation, yeah.
3: you know what I mean, and, B, and the weekend is he—he's he, clean cut enough. And he gets enough play everywhere. Like he plays on, well, I just have to use New York stations. But he, he gets played on, like you know, the BLS, like the the oldie station. He gets mm-hmm. played on, like Power, the hip hop station. He gets played on Z one hundred, the pop station. So I feel like he does have enough of that coverage. Where if he had to go do the Super Bowl, but not yet, maybe maybe weekend if he stays on the track he's on now in like four more years. How can we never had a Chris Brown? Because Chris Brown doesn't know how to act. <laughs> if Chris, I'm serious, if, if they would ask Chris Brown in. 2010 if that rihanna thing that happened in 20, 2009 it probably would have been the biggest moment of his career are we still but not peop-
2: are we still not over it? we're over it i'm but over fucking it. katie and middle america's not over that shit are you serious because they're they're willing to accept michael vick back who was fighting pitbull it's a
3: little different though i think when you physically do damage to another person that we all know
2: thinsberger was raping women we got off I mean, <sighs> Who who was raping women <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, Who the fuck? What? What are we talking about?
2: Uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, um, NFL quarterback. For oh the- yes, yes, yes. I did hear about that. Yes. Right, right, right.
3: I mean, I don't know. The only thing
2: I understand they didn't forgive Ray Rice yet, and Ray Rice is still trying trying to get back into the NFL. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm still not happy with Bruno Mars. I yeah, like I don't, I, don't, I don't really have a I choice. Like Bruno. I hate to be such a stan, but such a member of the Beehive, but I am who I am, and I feel like I'm Beyonce. Like, oh. like Beyonce did it for me. Like, I knew once I saw that Super Bowl halftime, that I was like, there was no other Super Bowl. There. Yo, going put to Kanye be. West out there.
2: We, the world would be happy. That ain't
3: shitting. I, I, I would like to see Jay-Z, honestly. It's probably not going to happen. Jay-Z? But I would you, like... Yeah. What happened? I don't, I don't think the, America wants Jay-Z. I mean, they, they like Jay-Z, but... Uh, Jay-Z has but to Jay-Z doesn't out. have that hype music, though. Yeah. Like, Jay-Z's a great rapper, but Jay- I mean, Jay-Z music gets me hype. Yeah. But Jay-Z doesn't have like that jump up Black Eyed Peas music. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're at the Super Bowl. We're chubbing up and down. Like, that's not that's not who Jay-Z is. So right. I'm just like, I oh, don't know. But don't know. So we're still good. Michael Jackson up. was good. Yeah. I, I honestly want to say Janet, but we don't know what the fuck happened with that. Like, there's nobody that I have on a pedestal like that in my head. J T need to put out another album, right? I don't even want Justin Timberlake to do it. <laughs> I w- I would if Justin Timberlake did I probably wouldn't even watch I'd probably curse up a storm no cause he he's fucked up huh. he let Janet take all the blame for that shit he left her black ass right in the middle of the street with her titties all out Yeah, like a, like a hoe I would've walked right off
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into the sunset
3: which is fine but <laughs> the fact that this this whole black woman got you know done over by this this terrible white guy and just speaking
2: like... of Janet she's dropping a new album
3: yeah. She's on tour now. that' yeah. tour started like, a couple weeks ago. Go you going? I'm going to go see it. going. Well, she's going to be. Going to Barclays February 22nd. She's taking off her top.
2: I'm there.
4: <laughs>
2: the women is going topless. Focus is there.
3: Yo, shout out to that shit you tweeted the other day, though. When what? you was like, when girls outside the venue snatching up their wigs and vomiting. Let it's me It's time tell to go home. You <laughs> that shit is so true, though. Something. And, and I look, and when you tweeted it, was only like one in the morning. I was like, nope, it's that time. Nope. It-, <laughs> it usually starts like 1245 to like 230. It's just like the outside of the club is always a fucking mess.
2: Yo, So those not to know, uh, on Facebook and Twitter, I posted a post. Yo, I was leaving work. And mind you, I was leaving late. It was 12 o'clock. So I don't know what's wrong with you people when y'all drinking. You have to act accordingly when you drink. If you're drinking at 5, make sure you eat and you know that you're monitoring your drinking.
3: And drink some water.
2: And yes. (laughs) So I leave work. I'm walking down 42nd Street to my little train, trying to mind my business, trying to go home. And what do I have to do? I have to bump into people on... Uh, Broadway the Late Night Stroll Late Night <laughs> Stroll On Broadway Mind you This Avenue is active You got the drug dealers You got the hustlers You got the tourists You got the terrorists Somewhere You got NYPD hey, They all mixed in And NYC is mixy So they all mixed in I don't know who's who But let's, listen
3: If I don't know you I don't I don't F with you None of y'all Yeah, I don't care That's just how it is You know what's the worst though Just before you move on From the point When you have to travel Late night Coming from work if you get off of work, let's say like late, like 1230, and everybody yeah. on the train is lit up. Yeah. You're like sitting there sober and tired. Like, and looking fuck at y'all. This, and I got to stay awake to watch the activity. Exactly. I got I to gotta stay awake to watch y'all babysit. And make sure you don't throw up
2: on my Gucci shoes. <laughs> hey, that's another subject. <laughs> um, So I'm walking past this venue. And what do I see? I see a girl throwing up. So I'm keeping walking. I get to my train. And what happens? It's blocked off. It's on this sub- Sunday nonsense. Ah! So what I have to do? I have to double back. I have to go the opposite way have to go get get the train that I usually connect to at a different stop. And as I'm walking back, I'm looking at this girl. Who's still there throwing up? Her friends are holding her. What I thought was holding her hair, they was holding her hair. Oh
3: yeah, I bet.
2: But it was not attached to her head.
3: Okay, now let me ask you this question because this is- when not...
2: I seen that. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Please. I see her throwing up brown and oh
3: god, purple. All oh, right, I don't like to hear vomit stories. <laughs> and I saw that nappy rooted brown and purple. What the fuck was she drinking? I don't Hennessey know what she and grape soda. I don't like know what, what she kind of was combination I don't is know that? If She ate. I don't
2: care. Ooh. And she's thrown outside the venue. Nobody wants to be near her. Her friends are holding her wig, her
3: weave. I was like, "Listen." So, was it a piece or was it a full blown wig? These are the hard hitting questions <laughs> we have to ask on so Fully Loaded. It looked like a piece. Okay, so she still had other hair nah, on but her from, head. When I was, from what I look, when I, the way I was looking, <laughs> I'm very fascinated by
2: this story. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about weaves last week with uh, Donald Trump. And, we did, yeah, we did.
3: Oh, I was. I'm thinking about something else. But right, right, right. right. We did so.
2: As I'm looking at this, I'm like, her whole joint is snatched out. Well, I don't know if she got into a fight, you know what? But these but is but there's a,
3: still hair on her head. Her Or hair. she wearing a wig cap. Oh, it's but her she, hair. I think
2: it was her. I think she was wearing a wig cap.
3: Well, if it was a wig cap, it was like a stocking cap. So you would know right away. It, it looked ra- it, all I
2: saw was her nappy buckwheat head. Oh, poor baby. Poor booboo. Come on, buckshots. <laughs> um, so uh, I knew at that point. I knew. And and you know, when you're sober and you notice things that's not normal, yeah. it's time to go home. Oh, yeah.
3: No, definitely. It's time to go it's, home. You, you got to know the temperature. You're if like,
2: it was a different focus and I was hemmed up and I had a few in And me, you had some Hennessy yeah, and, grapes, and grape soda. I would have went right inside there like, so, no. It's lit. It's lit. We <laughs> in here. Yes. But when you sober, you're like, you know what? Yeah, you're not with none of this shit.
3: <laughs> you're like, what the fuck?
2: Take my black ass home. All the way
3: home. <laughs> nope. You're right about that.
2: So yeah, that 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 was my weekend basically. Sure. That's how it started, and then guess what? That's how it was left. <laughs> I'm not with the shits this weekend. Exactly. Are we done? Did we get to everything
3: we need to talk about? No. I think we're pretty much done. Yeah. Um, All right. Should we get back to "Don't come for me unless I send for you"? Don't. don't that's that's the fuck. That should be the, the 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 sub name of this show. It should be called "Fully Loaded." Don't come for us unless we send for you, at fullyloaded.com. That's not a real <laughs> website. Don't go to it. I don't know what you're going to see. But, uh, yeah. Yo. This man. was a great week of 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 women here on the show. Yeah. We, I like we, how we celebrated. Um, Do we celebrate women here? Serena, Venus. Yeah. Hillary.
2: We celebrated don't Young Thug. Don't be talking talk about, talk about people's children, son. Yeah, right. You get wrapped up for talking about people's children. Quit. Is
3: it bad for me to say this was a great week of women and say we had a show about full of bad bitches? I shouldn't say <laughs> that, right? I won't say that. That, okay. bit
2: was, that was a bad bitch. A bad bitch. Bit with bad. Then
3: Young Thug is going to come after us. Listen. What did I just say <laughs> I'm not sending for him. <laughs> Nobody sent for you, youngie. And that's it. And we are done. All right. So um Watch your mouth. I will, I'm sorry. I will not refer to people I care about or people that need to be respected as bad bitches. <laughs> Except you. You are a bad. You're my favorite bad bitch. I'm gonna be a don't a bad, forget it. I'm gonna be a bad bitch all four. <laughs> oh you better believe
2: it. You better believe it. Eighteen inches. That's right. Down the back. My face gonna be beat. <laughs> my
3: nails gonna be dead. <laughs> done. Um when you see me, I'm gonna be pressed. Flea. Flea. Flea, baby. Press, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Is this where we do what we do? This is what we do. What we do. All right. So um, make sure you check out um, everywhere you can reach us, SoundCloud, at focus underscore JRJ. Catch us on iTunes. Subscribe, baby. Tune in. Tune in. SoundCloud. Do we follow on TuneIn, too? I think TuneIn's a follow, right? Uh, I think, yeah, you can Tune follow. TuneIn t- is follow. Yeah, but I mean, iTunes is if you see subscribe. the link, once you see the link on
2: my Twitter or my or my um. Facebook or if you see it on Instagram. Exactly. You're supposed to just click
3: it. Click, click it, it, baby. Click it. Exactly. Um, you it's catch- da- everything's downloadable. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't even know that. Well, Bo- I did know that for iTunes, though, because I listened to it on the train. SoundCloud, too. Download that and go, boo. Yeah, exactly. Get that, um, baby. You can catch um still diverted every Friday on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. At ain't no still, still diverted. diverted, bitch. Ain't no stain. Oh yeah, it is. Ain't no still diverted. Bitch. You got Quantum Leap Fitness every ain't no the, other Monday. So when we don't drop Quantum Leap Fitness drops, so you can check that out. And um, ain't no Quantum Leap Fitness, bitch. Listen, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow Focus at Focus underscore i J. I'm at underscore Hey Malcolm on Facebook and Twitter. Ain't no
2: Focus underscore. Oh no, not JRJ. Facebook.
3: Sorry, Twitter and Instagram.
2: Ain't no Focus underscore i J. I'm not
3: doing this shit with him. <laughs> Um, are we done? I think we're done. It's time for you to get out of here. You know, done, bitch. I think I think you've had enough for today. Um, I'm hungry. You're gonna take me on a date. I'm want to eat. Fuck out of here. You're yeah. a bitch. I go to Mr. Chow's by myself. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye <laughs> <laughs> guys. Thanks I'm for listening. Dead, serious. No, seriously. Uh. Everybody, I want to thank you guys for listening. Shout out to Abby Wambach for of the US Wambach huh?
3: <laughs> you said it would be like five times. I was trying not Yo, to if y'all interrupt don't know me, I'm your chop- conversation. I'm chopped and screwed, King B, like T
2: Pain. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to Abby Wambach and of uh, the US national soccer team. And what else? And oh, um, yeah. shout out to all these Brandon. women. Yeah, and Brandon. Shout out to Brandon, of course, a good friend. I mean, sometimes you do feel like you don't need to say thank you to certain people, but you know, thank you. Thank Fuck you. that. Thank me. And on that note, (laughs) we are fucking
3: out of here, man. All right.
2: Until, until, until. Until Monday, because... QLF comes out Monday, so well I
3: won't be on QLF.
2: So well you'll be a part of it, and you'll be listening. Hold on, first song. until Friday on Still Diverted, people. What did you think of the first QLF? Just, I thought it was good.
3: Thought it was good. Do I do we really have time for me to give like like real real critiques? Yeah, just really I thought quick. it was pretty good. I feel like you two need to find your groove. Look who's talking, uh, okay. right? Uh, but I feel like I don't know it because that was the first week. I feel like y'all are getting used to each other talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've been talking over each other for like two years now, so we're used to talking over each other. One to ten, exactly. One to ten. Oh, um. Like a seven, seven and a half. This motherfucker, you, this That's shit is bad. over, boo. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I gave you a seven and a half because there's room to grow. I feel like if you give people too high numbers on the first go out, they get cocky. Like, oh, I shit fire. You know, we are nine. But I give y'all seven and a half. I walk around here like my shit's a nine. <laughs> I wear a size 12, so <laughs> let's put everything in perspective. And I wear a size 10 and a half, so. Sorry to hear about that. Let you guys know out there,
2: six, four, six. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> this shit is
3: over. It's <laughs> all so fucking over you. Bye,
2: y'all.
4: This is a JR. Jeter production.
2: What? i of time. What? I'm of time.